Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slips a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. got the handoff, and it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for midweek news and notes. So we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's going on, sir? Uh, not too much. You know, getting uh, trying to get myself in the Christmas spirit. Uh, not working too well because I'm I'm a super big Grinch, but yeah, that's about it. Chris, I got you a really nice gift. I didn't have a chance to wrap it yet, but the gift is that you get to do some podcasts with me around Christmas time. How awesome is that? Oh man, that's oh man, I can't even contain myself. <laughs> Jets fans can't contain themselves either right now, considering that. Against all odds, at least at this moment, the team has not added anybody to the COVID reserve list. It's a Christmas miracle, Chris. Yeah, they they, they haven't added anybody on there. Uh, it, considering the the COVID list around the rest of the league and uh, all other sports in general, it that's a, that's definitely a minor miracle at this point. Unfortunately, there's no such miracle when it comes to Mekhi Becton. It seems like we're talking about this every week. And every week, you've been saying, forget it, he's not coming back. Forget it, he's not coming back. And now Robert Salas seems to be in the process of coming to terms with that. 
the exact quote that Robert Sala had here when talking about Makai Becton is that he was still hopeful that he returns at some point, but it's getting down to crunch time. I don't think he's going to play this year, Chris. At first, I thought he was going to come back at some point, but the more this goes on, and now with this Robert Sala quote, I don't think Becton is going to take the field at all in 2021. You and I have talked about this a bunch. That's probably the best course of action. It's a shame that we didn't get to see him other than for a little bit in that first game, but it's probably for the best in the long run. Just as like a... uh sport as a sport watching community we all need to do better with injury stuff uh because like the nfl needs to look at how they go about some of these injuries like i'm gonna go and point at baker mayfield right now and look at what's happening with baker mayfield his shoulder he's out there he's not helping anybody but they're so desperate just to get him to keep playing to make the playoffs so they can get bounced immediately in that first week they're gonna have uh, baker mayfield play for like two and a half months with his shoulder falling off they at least worst case scenario rest them and obviously again not a doctor i don't know surgery how much it's gonna help give him a bunch of time off and then you can lean on the offense and uh, on the run offense and still squeak into the playoffs, get them healthy. But that's not even a consideration or thought in anyone's mind in the NFL because it's just we have one mode, go. Get hurt, okay, rehab, go. As soon as you're done rehabbing, go back out on the field. There's no, like, there's no uh, in-between modes. There's no, all right, let's dial back and there's no let's, have a realistic outcome looking at this a realistic window again we're talking about like he fractured his kneecap and people were talking about he he could be back in like you know however many weeks and it's like just use your head here to think about a fractured kneecap on that size of an athlete in that body and like it was just oh where he's he's we've been talking about it like he might possibly come back since the, it happened. And it just seemed absurd to me at the time. Um, and yeah, at this point it's, I'm not even hardly surprised by it. And, uh, and nobody else should be either. That's the thing. I know fans are disappointed by this and then it's spurring them going and attacking him and some injury prone bust. Like, it just spirals into a, a disaster because a guy s- fractured his kneecap and is having a completely like a normal reaction time to rehabbing it. As you said, a 360 pound man who fractured his kneecap, that is not a hangnail. It was a very serious injury, might have been undersold at the time, and clearly he's not on the pace to return that we were hoping for or expecting early on. It's looking more and more like he is going to miss the entire 2021 season. But good news for Jets fans is that that does not appear to be the case for several other players. Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, Tyler Croft, Bryce Huff, Trevon Wesco, all returning this week. George Fant and Sheldon Rankins are banged up, but they are expected to play Sunday. So all of that is pretty good news. Yeah, finally, a little bit of good news on the injury front here. Uh, Jets have been getting just absolutely crushed with injuries all season. And I know something I've said throughout the year, like injuries are – 
you know, the this is nothing. NFL is always can't use injuries as an excuse. Well, no, yeah, sometimes you can use injuries as an excuse. Like if the Chiefs go into a game and they all of a sudden don't have Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to go ahead and feel comfortable using that as an excuse for why the line swung and all of a sudden the Chiefs can't do anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> sometimes injuries can be excused. And now I know you never want to lean on that. You, you never want to just be like, hey, injuries, that's it. And I just like give in because of it. But as I've been saying all season, when you start out with a depleted roster pool, when you are already one of the least talented rosters in the league, and then you start getting injuries to those ta- the few talented players you have, that exa- kind of exacerbates the problem here. So it becomes a, a lot more noticeable. And this is the thing about the NFL, too, is we're, we're kind of at a point where, like, how talented of uh you know the team is at the start of the season really doesn't matter it's how healthy you can be at the end of the season and uh, keeping your healthiest players uh like like that is really uh where we're getting to more and more is health is uh, playing such a, a huge impact on these games but just just getting Tevin Coleman and Michael Carter back just those two alone We'll go a long ways. We saw just how inept uh, the running game was last week because Ty Johnson couldn't catch the ball, uh, and, and then they they wouldn't play Austin. Uh, they couldn't play Austin Walter because of the uh, he had to be taken out because of COVID stuff. Uh, and then uh, you know P Ryan got out there and he looked like P Ryan. So now they got to have those guys back, and that will be a big help to this running game and to Zach Wilson, because it's another thing. Obviously you can look at those drops and say that really disrupted the rhythm for Zach Wilson as well, but being able to lean on that uh, running game to set things up in the past and to, to pair with it is going to go a long way to, you know, settling him down if he can in fact settle down. One person who agrees with you about Zach Wilson potentially settling down with the return of some of these players is Miami's head coach, Brian Flores. He said, Zach Wilson is a very talented young player in this league, big arm, mobile, and I think he's getting better every week. This, to me, feels like one of those college coaches, like, say, Nick Saban, who's playing some team that is completely outmatched and a 55-point underdog. And he says, oh, this is the best fill-in-the-blank Division three caliber team that I've ever seen. We're really worried. We're preparing very diligently for this opponent. And then they go out and blow them out by 70 points. I'm not saying that he doesn't believe that Zach Wilson has talent, but the idea that Zach Wilson is getting better every single week and Flores is saying this with a straight face is interesting to say the least. Yeah, well, this is was very Belichickian of him. Mm-hmm. This is his most Belichickian moment. Over my time covering this team for a decade, I have heard Belichick say those words about Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure he said it about Greg McElroy one time. Uh, so, like, I, I have heard those words from Belichick about the quarterbacks. This is what happens. Um, you know, the thing is, there has been improvement from Zach Wilson. I don't know if I'm going to go every single week, but there is. It's just so incre- small because it was it was just such a started from such a disaster point. 
Um, and it's still just so in be- in his head, so much of this stuff. But it is funny because when you started that, I thought you were going to uh, go into uh, explaining how uh, Chad Ochocinco is still, for some reason, inexplicably a Zach Wilson's biggest fan in the world. I think it's because they probably play video games together and we just don't know about it. <laughs> that, that would make sense. That would make sense. Other news, Justin Hardy on the COVID reserve list. That happened a couple of days ago before this surge throughout the league. So he probably isn't going to make it into the game on Sunday. Quinn and Williams, though, expects to play. If you recall, he got hurt in the game against New Orleans but came back. He says the training staff has come up with a plan for him to get through the last four games. So again, good news. You don't want to see him hurt. But if they figured out a way to manage the pain and he feels like he can play at a highly effective level, great. Nice to see him out there for the next four games. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, again, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I shut him down. Uh, I Like, this is the thing, because you're sitting there, you're really going to risk it, and then something happens, and then you're going to mess up his offseason conditioning. Uh, and I'm not... That's more valuable to uh, valuable to me than almost anything at this point is making sure these players can be healthy in the offseason and they can come in ready to go. Like that's going to be year two. I've talked about this a lot. The Salah, you, everyone's talking about this a lot. This is year one. They're taking their lumps. This is gonna, year two, they need to come out. They need to be able to hit the ground running and just take off and, you know, th- this whole – I haven't heard a lot of this all a gas, no breaks things lately, um, probably for good reason because, you know, they hit the gas and they've skidded out into a fiery crash of a season so far. <laughs> um, so sometimes breaks are needed. Like that's it. It's a dumb mantra because you can actually go fast by hitting the brakes sometimes and then going and then speeding up. Um, so I – this is me. I'm looking at this. If if there's any chance of uh, doing any additional damage to it and risking uh, any type of offseason conditioning, um, I wouldn't be playing him. But uh, you know, he's you know how players are. That's that's one thing. Uh, the players have to do this as well because they want to be out there. Uh, I, I can't just put this all on the league and the teams. The players want to be out there as well. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I just the risk reward here is 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 not mapping right for me. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, with all the COVID scares going around the NFL, and with both Ronnie Blair and Austin Walter dealing with non-COVID illnesses, Robert Sala made the decision to go virtual. They're going to practice in person, but the meetings are all going to be virtual. So I'm curious if that is going to have any impact on the game on Sunday. I doubt it because I think the Dolphins are a much better team regardless. But it is interesting that the Jets have gone back to 2020 protocols for these meetings. Probably the wise move given what's going on right now. Yeah, uh, obviously that's the move. One thing I will say, I I agree with you, Dolphins are a much better team. Dolphins have won a bunch of games, straight games, uh, five straight games. They've played absolutely nobody, including the Jets, in that that five-game streak. This is something that Dolphins tend to do. This this is a game. This is a game where the Dolphins will inexplicably lose to the Jets <laughs> for no reason. It's also a game where if the Jets were doing good and have or having the type of season the Dolphins have, and the Dolphins were having the season where the Jets have, 
where the Jets would end up inexplicably losing the game. And you'd be like, how the Dolphins pulled this off? This is one of those weird weeks. So uh, uh, maybe maybe a little bit of a teaser there for you. But uh, I, I don't know if I'd be uh, saying that this is going to be an easy Dolphins win quite as much as uh, most people seem to expect. Chris, the Josh Johnson era in New York is over. Sad to report that he has been signed to the active roster of the Baltimore Ravens. So now the Jets will have Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and when he comes back from COVID reserve, Mike White. Robert Salas said they may look into adding a practice squad quarterback. I have to say, Josh Johnson, for his role, did as well as you could have expected when he was called upon to play. He played as well as you could have asked for. He seemed to be a positive presence in the locker room. Not really much more that he could have done during his time here. It was short. It was sweet. Good night, sweet prince. Good luck in Baltimore, Josh Johnson, which I believe will be like his 23rd team in the league. Yeah, I love this for him. Uh, yeah, like I, He probably should have gotten, uh, not probably, definitely should have gotten some more playing time here, uh, considering the way everything turned out. But he's getting, he's going to get an opportunity to get a little bit more there. Uh, I, I, and that's a, a good fit for him, although he's get saddled with some Greg Roman stuff on there. But uh, I love this for him. That'll be good. Uh, and, you know, get to go out there and go uh, join a, a winning, winning team for right now. Chris, you can protect up to five players on the practice squad each week. This week, the Jets protected three players, and one of them was Matt Amendola, the kicker. I would love to know if there's some sort of list of teams that was gearing up to grab Matt Amendola, who the Jets had cut a couple of weeks ago because he missed a bunch of field goals. Vincent Smith also protected and Daniel Brown, which I'm glad about because that preserves the Daniel Brown author jokes for us on the pregame report. Very strange to me, though, that they felt the need to protect Matt Amendola. Really don't know why they needed to protect Daniel Brown either, but I guess they felt like they had to protect somebody. Yeah, I don't I don't have a good answer for you on any of this stuff. This isn't something I've looked into much, but uh, just because this is one of those things that I will get a, a handle on before uh, the, the roster actually gets, like, filled with talent. Because if, if we're talking about, like, you know, a really good team that's got talent everywhere and you might actually have players worth protecting on the practice squad, then I'll need to know, know this, uh, the ins and outs of this a lot better. But I haven't needed to know the ins and outs of this uh, that much better because look at the team I've been covering. Connor McGovern and Robert Salas spoke to the press this week. McGovern says he's never been on a team that practices so hard under tough circumstances. The want to is there, he said. He's optimistic that the work will pay dividends someday. Not sure when that day is going to be. Somebody tap me on the shoulder and let me know when it happens. McGovern feels like he's having his best year improved from last year. Feels like he's a good fit in the scheme. McGovern tells stories about the late Demarius Thomas, his former teammate in Denver. He says, you never forget that smile. Phenomenal person. I will always miss him. Touching words there from Connor McGovern about his fallen comrade, Demarius Thomas, who, as we talked about, Chris, seems to be universally loved across the NFL. 
Biggest takeaway from what Salah said is that he believes he is going to learn from all of this and that so are the players and the rest of his coaches. Thinks the team will turn it around, but it's going to be a process. So nothing shocking there from Salah. We all kind of expected that he would say something like that and there's really not anything else he could say. So Chris, thoughts on the words from Robert Salah and Connor McGovern? Uh, there's not really much to, to say or add. Again, repeating themes. I'm I'm just sick of uh, of athletes and coaches talking about what great uh, hard practices they've had. This isn't <laughs> their fault either. It's not a knock on them because I don't know what else they're supposed to do with the questions that we end up getting asked. And it's not even a, a criticism of reporters because what else you have to ask questions. It's just um, – Everybody works hard, and I'm sick of hearing about it. Especially when you're when you're losing every year after year. It's just okay. I, I, I believe you. Like that's the th- that's the other part about it too. Is you know fans always sit there. A lot of fans will sit there and be like, overpriced, don't work. Uh, like just play a game. No, 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 no. These players work so incredibly hard, and even when they're in the middle of a, a three win season, four win season. They're, they work so goddamn hard, but we know and it, it, how hard you're working isn't isn't uh, having an impact here. Right? Like you're, you're still losing. Stop, stop telling us how hard you work. Just just either win or just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't even have another answer. What else to do here? I'm just sick of hearing it. Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the midweek news with me. Really appreciate it. Check out everything Chris is doing over at JetsInsider.com. And follow him on Twitter at CNimbley and at JetsInsider. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. Some great all-22 film breakdowns by the Thunder from down under Luke Grant. Watch all the videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our store at tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And make sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.